now that I pour myself a coffee, we can start the Balboa Park new episode. Okay, welcome to Balboa Park. I also tried uh, an idea of jingle. I'm still not sure what the heck I'm doing with this editing. I'm doing it by myself, as you can tell, which is not maybe very professional, but we don't care. <laughs> um, the purpose of this podcast is most of talk about the creative process and how for me, it's often like start and then learn how to do it or something like this. I am Nikos Balboa and this is Balboa Park. I am a trans man. I'm Italian, living in France. I've been living here for more than 20 years. Um, I have a teen daughter and I'm a mom. I'm a tattoo artist and I do graphic novels in Italy and in France. And in this podcast, I wanted to talk about the creative process. Is it episode 5 already? OMG, I can't believe it. When I started, I catalogued the episode like season 1 and then the episode. Actually, I'm not sure why, because what makes a season of a podcast that is just like talking to a microphone ends? I still don't know. Maybe season two will be video podcast? No, I'm not sure. Too much of admin. And so here, here I am once again in my recording studio, which is my bed with my coffee and my laptop in front of me to remember what I want to talk about. During the week, every time I have an idea, I pick up my telephone, and on the notes of the telephone, I write down random ideas. Some of them I can recognize. Some of them I actually pick up from episode, and some other I don't even know what, what was I talking about. This week, I wrote down Something like creative procedure in French and English mixed together, art to coming out, drawing our future self to ease the present. This looks like a very broad theme, but actually it may be fun to talk about this. And I, had, I did artistic studies, high school and university, and then I came to France in, back in 2001. I went in Paris to study in an illustration school. Honestly, I tried to be an illustrator for not so, so long. At, at that time, when I finished my school, I did this book about, what a surprise, mermaids, and... Um, I got so many refusals when I tried to, to sell my book to a French publisher that I decided that I will never, ever propose my work again because I didn't want to receive a refusal. I'm actually preparing a, a newsletter about this, but the thing is, if you, if you are a 
subscriber on Substack, you can go a little bit further on this theme of accepting refusal or seeking refusal as a way of coming out of this fucking comfort zone. But this is not the theme of today, today's theme. And once it's out, I will put the the link to this very email in the show notes. But this is not the theme of today. So let's go back on track. I never thought that I could actually tattoo my very own drawings. Once in uh, 2012, a friend of mine insisted that I tattooed on air this drawing, this painting. It was a wolf hugging a girl uh, in a very um, Victorian illustration spirit, but uh, with a style more like an indie comics. And um, she insisted that I tattoo this kind of drawing on air. And I was like, this is not a tattoo material. Because you have to know that even only like 10 years ago, but 20 years ago, tattoo world was very, very, very different. This friend insisted and I tattooed this wolf and I posted on Facebook and everybody got like, what? You do tattoos? I want a tattoo, I want a tattoo, I want a tattoo. Um, so this was basically my whole life for the past um, 11 years, tattooing, tattooing, tattooing. But since I have uh, this hyperactivity and I just discovered this term by my my therapist but like I'm oh high potential or I don't know what means that uh, my brain is always working so in these 12 years I did a lot of tattoos but I also did uh, three graphic novels and some exhibition and the graphic novels are uh, published in Italy I talked about this already, and I will put just the links in the show notes if you want to. Adding to all this, I also give those graphic journaling class. And in 2020, after a few years of feeling and thinking about this, I came out as a trans man, and I started my gender transition. I started taking hormones, taking testosterone in September 2020. And so, even if my work was always autobiographical, (laughs) even the tattoos often were, the illustration of the tattoo were often inspired by what I was living at the time. But when I started my gender transition, the self-narration and the life and my drawing work and what I lived they came together in a very therapeutic way. And so to come back to the theme of today, making art helped me a lot in my coming out. Drawing what I was feeling helped me to also talk about this to people around me and people who will will follow my work. And drawing my life made me take the distance from what I was living in order to look at it from a more global perspective. 
And for example, for my book, um, Play With Fire, I remember I started drawing, writing before and then drawing the book because I wanted to talk about my coming out. When I came out in 2014 as a lesbian, and then I, I thought that I want to talk about this. And while I was writing the book, while I was sketching the books, I realized I would observe my identity, my coming out, my life, what I felt, and all came together. And while I was making Play With Fire, I realized that I didn't feel the urge to, to do this book to talk about my coming out as a lesbian, but actually I needed to write this book, to make this book, to observe my trans identity. And so those are, are those magic moments in which when we take the time, look at ourselves from a, a distance, and everyone may find many different ways for me, it's like drawing and creating image and self-portrait and self-narration. And it's fun because when I think I'm 44, sometimes I feel that the 90s was like, were like yesterday. But actually, when I take the time and I think about my life, I guess that I lived a, a lot already. Not that I'm, I'm tired of, I want to live at least the same amount of time ahead of me. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm talking about how as a trans person, as a queer person, you can use your art to come out. And we never do like one coming out, coming out like in the movie, you know, like, you know, when you tap on the glass with your fork and then you announce... I'm gay or I'm trans or I don't know. In life, as a queer person, there are a multitude of coming out that you have to do, you must do. When you meet some, somebody new, or sometimes you don't want to disclose your identity or your sexual orientation and it's okay. We don't own a coming out to anyone. For me, and what I found that using my art to express my identity, express my story, felt like a liberation at the moment. Um, and I, I am not sure if in some case, maybe it may have made my work uh, blossom in some part but also die in some other part. For example, since I came out of a, a trans, I worked a lot for illustration, for queer organization, organization or queer events or queer publisher or things like this, because uh, queer people like to be, to feel represented. Uh, because it feels good to see ourselves represented as, as queer person. But also I realized that I have lost a percentage of tattoo customers because before 
my trans coming out. I used to tattoo a lot of more women and a lot of moms because they felt represented by me being a mom and being also very fond of breastfeeding or something like this. And I realized that since I came out three years ago, then I've lost some of those persons as clients. Even though I'm still a mom, I still identify as a mom, as a man and as a mom. But I'm not sad about this because I have gained a brand new spectrum of clients, queer clients. Um, and also I have way more dudes that come and get tattooed and they are often very cool and very non-toxic males and very sensitive males. So I guess it's cool in some way. So making art helped, helped me, you, me will help you know yourself as I was saying, but also make the other know yourself, <laughs> make yourself known to the others. And what I found when I was sketching my graphic journal and then when I was writing and building up my last book, Transformer, which is out only in Italian for now, I hope it will be very soon out in France. Um, when I was doing, making Transformer, writing Transformer, I realized that I also may use drawings and making art and self-narration as a way of channel my future self in order to feel the love from my future self feel the guidance from my future self. There are some pages in this book in which the character, which is a, uh, how do you say, a more nervous and anxious version of me, go through a breakdown and a very big episode of dysphoria. And I'm looking for, for the page. Okay, page 100. 27, the, the character is coming home from a big day and he feels pretty dysphoric uh, and he fall, f fall asleep wearing the packer to ease the dysphoria and he does some consideration about how does it feels all this and it's almost the end of the book so we have full, full of the character coming a long way uh, from the very first page in which he's closeted and uh, can't even tell his trans during the trans pride. Then we have all the book, all the journey, and in a moment, it's up after falling asleep uh, with the pie and think about he came a long way. And so we can see a little bit of a collage of all the difficult time he have, he have lived during the book. He think about his body, how to live dysphoria, 
the consideration about what did the most with the dysphoria and the pain and there is the, the testosterone of course or the packer or the binder or all those kind of things and then also the book that he read the the trans artists uh, and authors that came before him and then there is a consideration about jealousy I don't know if you remember last episode, we talked about this, we, we talked about when we see in somebody else something that gets us jealous, maybe this jealousy is there to tell us something. Do you remember? If you don't, go listen to the previous episode. No, I'm joking. And so maybe I can read, we are at page 130, um, and he say, in the past, I'm translating as a reader. In the past, every time I would met one person that was transmasculine, I start, I start feeling a very strong jealousy. And so we have an illustration of a friend of, of his that say hello. And it says 2018. And the character still presenting as, quoting with my finger, female. Um, and he, the character thinks, I want all this desperately, and he continues. And then I understand that that jealousy was guiding me towards the, the, the journey I have to start, toward the, the road I need to, to walk. And there we saw, we read uh, 2019, and he, the character has already started social transitioning. And so there is the very same friends that uh, ask him, how do you feel? You know you're not alone. Because this character, as we can see in the book, is also some um, support pe person to, to whom the character can talk about their, their, his feeling. And this character in the book is inspired by my friend Fox Fisher, a very talented artist and trans-masculine person. Hello, Fox, if you're listening to this. Anyway, and in this drawing, the, the character doesn't feel jealousy anymore, but it's, it's, he, he only say, thank you for listening to me, my friend. And the character of Fox, uh, called Max in the book, uh, tells starting a transition can be scary, but it's also a marvelous journey to the discovering of yourself. So, so in the next page, we will see the, the character as a teenager that it's looking somewhere and is thinking, if I would be a boy, I would be like this. But I know it's impossible. Why the heck I'm thinking I would be a boy? Am I going crazy? And there, on the side, we see a, some, some sort of phantomy presence that looks like an older, manly character that says, you can do it, young Nikods. And, uh, and the character tells us, Every time that I would see a, a guy, that I would feel this pain of the jealousy, 
now I know that it was the future me that came to guide me, to send me a of who I will, I would be. The emotion, the most uncomfortable emotion are our best guides. And then it carry on. If you remember last episode, if you, we observe our uncomfortable emotion, we can also personate them as our future self guiding us. You know that I love to draw mermaids and in this book I, I loved to draw my future self as a, as a present that arrived to guide the story. And I guess that Im- imagination can help us a lot discovering who we are and also maybe get our life better if imagination is here to help us and guide us and protect us when we want to observe reality, when we want to dig into the feeling we are feeling right now. If you want to use imagination just to escape and being avoidant and being dissociate from what are you feeling? Maybe it will it will help you on in the very moment, but not on the long run. So the creative process, the art as a coming out and drawing our future self to ease the, the pain of the present, those are all all sort of techniques or way to approach the artistic um, that I use. When I need to to draw things for books or graphic novels, but also that I use when I just want to paint a painting or also have an inspiration to do a tattoo flash, I like to mix all. If what I'm saying doesn't sound so very weird, maybe I am a little weird, I, I don't know, but if you are the same weird as me, and you, and you want to get a little bit further in all this, you know that you don't need to, to have done artistic studies. You just, have one, you just have to have the interest in experimenting in all this. You can consider to come to the Graphic Journal Club, which is a monthly class that I give on Zoom online and I have a Patreon page to to give you all the info or also my website Nikot Balbo Studio you can find some of some info uh, I will also put infos in the show notes and I am also curious to know what do you feel about all this what is your art practice in which way your art practice, your creative practice, influence your present, in which way you use this practice to ease the present, present or to maybe see your, your past or your future. I'm very interested in getting to know you, that you are listening to this podcast, or maybe... No, no one is. I, I'm sure I'm not. There is someone because I can see the stats that uh, Substack is sending me every week. 
telling me, hey, some people is listening. So if you are out there, maybe there is a way to comment. Let me know. Or maybe you can share this weird stuff, weird arty stuff with your weird B- BFF. And I, I, we are done for today. And I love you. And I thank you for listening. Maybe you can follow my podcast on Substack or on Spotify for now. And maybe you can share it and put some stars or some things that will help the visibility. How do you say the listenability of this podcast? Anyway, bye-bye. Have a nice day. Love you.